0: Log Talk Radio. Dearly beloved, Dearly beloved, beloved we're gathered, we're here gathered today, here today today to get through the getting called life. Electric word, Electric light, light. Light. it means forever. I mean, forever that's forever, that's forever, a mighty that's long, long mighty long, long time.
1: But I'm here to but tell, tell, you, tell, you, tell you there's, something, there's else, something, else, else. something else, something else.
0: Urban Jungles Radio. radio. A world, A world, of complete, of
1: awesomeness. awesomeness You can listen, you can listen just for fun, just
0: for fun, day, 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 day. day. or
1: night, for night. So when you call so up that shrink up that Beverly Hills, in Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills,
0: you know the one, you know one. You know one. Doctor Beastmaster. <laughs> Beast, Beast, Instead of asking how you can help how you can me, help, 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 help the world, help ask him ask what kind of bug this, this baby is. Cause in this life, this life, there are much there worse things in the conservation world. This is our video on the radio. To get on the phone. To get on the phone. In this deal
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: We're fun. playing on the face. What, what, I do. I have my own shot. <laughs> We're hitting the floor. I'm not old. Someone broadcasts broadcast may contain mature subject matter and extreme awesomeness. Listen at your own risk. Attention, jungle junkies and new listeners worldwide! It's time for the world-famous Urban, Urban Jungles Radio show right. with your host, Danny Mendez. No, can prepare <laughs> to enter a new stream of consciousness higher level of awareness and an overabundance of awesomeness streaming live at the speed of light from the world wide interweb straight to your brain core. It's the world famous Urban Jungles Radio Long over you. My
3: god. I forgot how to do
1: this. Oh, seriously, I guess we've just gotta start a new. Welcome, 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 my jungle junkies. Across the world, you have been long missed. And please understand. Not abandoned. Just No. Just no. it's been a metamorphosis metamorphosi.
3: Been of, an evolution. It, oh, this is
1: beyond evolution. This is
3: like some like <gasps> Have nuclear we waste. Millions of years? This
1: is like some straight out of like the Hudson River kind of evolution. Oh my god! This is like this is evolution on a scale which you do not, of me, you do not even understand what kind of an evolution this has been. But of course, it is one that is going to be moving us forward. So I, for one, am happy to welcome it and welcome you, our jungle junkies. We definitely yes. missed your ass. Yes. Um, it's been forever since we've been on the airwaves. Five long months, Five. Andy. Five! Not seemingly unheard of um, in our longstanding six-year history of broadcasting. Never once have we faltered in bringing you broadcasting on at least a monthly basis. But nonetheless, perhaps not in quantity, we have always come up with nothing less than quality, and that's what you can expect. And after a Fucking long ass break like this, yeah. you can expect it's gonna be a damn good show. At least I I, I like and you know one of the best parts mind.
3: about this is, man? What's that? It has it's felt like five years. It, it really has been, but you know what? The fans, the friends and the family that we've that we've made and we've kinda, you know, grown with over the years, they've they they've been asking for us. They haven't forgotten about us. Mm. And I love that about you guys. Thank you so much.
1: You guys have never ever left our side, which is why we can come back stronger than ever and, and loving hard on you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much for always standing there. Um, I know so many people were excited when I announced on the fly, on the cusp that we were going to be coming back on to the airwaves and um, I, that was that was invigorating and I thank you all for
0: yes.
1: being that way um, when it comes to reviving our little, our little Cosa Nostra here which is Urban Jungles Radio, right? right? Which is, that's what it is, because we're fucking mobbing up in here, God damn it! if you don't know who we are. It's Urban Jungles Radio. That. Don't talk about this thing. Oh, sorry. We don't, don't we talk about, talk that, about that. that. Forget about it. Um, yeah, forget about it. Man, dude, where do we even begin? It has been forever. Um, first and foremost, you guys listening via blog talk, listening on the interwebs, are not privy to the fact that we are in a brand spanking new studio, located in an undisclosed location in Beirut. <laughs> it looks <laughs> nice
3: this time
1: of year, though. It does, it does. Beirut is, is marvelous this yes. time of year, and we really enjoy the soft glow of the... The poppies are coming in the, nice. It is, they are. <laughs> and, and we're all a little happier these days. Yes. So, yes. yes. And we are here next to the fuel tank of awesomeness.
3: I don't think your fuel tank needs to be uh, refilled, my friend. It's a bit. good thing the winter's
0: not coming
1: anytime soon. The, the pen is empty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, man, this is, this, is, this is odd for the first time in a long time. Aside from broadcasting where we have since uh, pretty much day one, we've broadcasted yep. from the same location, which is a studio in my former home. Um, I am in a new location now, and we've moved the studio to a brand spanking new location. Yep. Um, and it's representative of so many things i think the studio is just a small por- that a small portion of what it is that we are delivering here with urban jungles radio. We are going to be now changing um our direction a little bit and um just, just, just a bit. bit, but first and foremost unfortunately, I think the the biggest change that is going to be hardest for a lot of people to accept is that um in short time we are going to long overdue be Getting rid of Blog Talk. Um, Yeah, I'm sorry, Blog Talk, but we need to get here. I really like time. I I really love. I love what Blog Talk has done for us and how it's allowed us to grow and what it's allowed us to grow into in a lot of ways without having. I mean, we were able to broadcast out of a room, you know, in a house without. Um, uh, you know, super expensive system and we've mm. reached millions of people around the world so yeah so I got to give it up to blog talk but it's time for us to move and I've been saying this for a long time and I'm hoping to do that so what I'm going to do is this I'm going to concentrate on our YouTube presence more and um Urban Jungles is basically going to become more of a video presence I think Andy and what it is going to be it is going to be a lot of best of moments from our weekly shows nice. that we'll record and I will continue to offer these shows on an audio level. Um, it will probably be through UrbanJungles.com, um, which is going to be a new home for us as well. And um, from UrbanJungles.com, you'll be able to get all of the weekly episodes in full, the audio in full. And then we'll give you the best of moments and segments in the video format um, and hopefully a weekly kind of uh, YouTube episode thingy going on because YouTube has been really good to us and our channel is huge. We have over 2 million views on some videos on our channel and over a million views collectively on our channel. Um, thousands of subscribers Mm -hmm. we are growing and i think it's going to be just a really cool avenue for us to grow because once again the studio show is going to be a small portion of what we do once again we cover amazing events worldwide and that is going the best way for me to be able to do that is going to be visually through video and through youtube i think so yeah yeah, it's going to be video-oriented, video, video oriented. So, so look forward to that as well, and that change is going to come along, you know, it's going to chug along, but that is where we're going to go with Urban Jungles for the next few months, um, and I have a lot of other stuff, man, I can't even begin. Um, please don't for a second think that we've neg- neglected Urban Jungles or have put it off to the side. Um, I have, once again, like I told you, moved the location, and then... Um, Basically, have been pushing to kind of push the boundaries on urban jungles as much as I possibly could.
3: We're doing a nice doing? live video.
1: You're doing live video?
3: Yeah.
1: Oh, wow. Look Why at not? You. Oh, wow. Look, we're doing it's a little live side,
3: video. It's a little side piece. Stop
1: confusing me. Anyway, so we're just, talking. You
3: do, you do your thing, man. Don't worry
1: about it. Yeah, me. yeah. But you're just sitting here like in wonderment, and I have to ponder your childlike wonderment and what it is. But you know how
3: I am. Come on, man. These new technologies. Mm, technologies. High man.
1: technologies. Hi, people. If, if people want to catch up on Facebook, check out Andy's Facebook. Yes, come and, check it out. Um, I guess, yeah, I'll do it on mine, too. Let I me mean, just do that really quick. We distract, Andy. That's what I do. Yeah, you distract. That's what I do. Man. Gosh,
3: just All right,
1: hold on. You have to stand by because I'm going to Facebook Live this moment. So if you're listening on the podcast, you can go back to Andy's Facebook or yep. my Facebook, and um, you can catch this moment in technological. Catch this awesome, I feel awkward weird. moment. I feel weird about um
3: putting your password out there for people.
1: No, just like being live on my phone is just generally something that's not a good idea. Oh shit, look at that. It's working.
3: Yeah, see like I don't uh, see it works. Wow. It works.
1: Welcome to New Urban Jungles Radio and uh, the new studio which is, you know, pretty wicked. And we'll give you a full tour later on. <laughs> and I don't know if you you can quite handle that. So if you, if you guys are watching
3: Danny's feed right now, don't get seasick, really. It's it's not that bad. Is it is bad it.
1: that I move it around? All right. Well, let me put it... I'll put it up
3: somewhere. Oh, shit. Over. Hold on. To Welcome
1: make- to the new studio space, yeah, people. Yeah, This is new studio space. This is cool. You should, you should check this. So this is worth checking out. Let me uh, put there. you go. There. Ooh, you it's all about me. me. It is.
3: Me. It's there. It's in the middle. Cause I, need, I need... Then you're going to, to need to lean in, in, my friend. I need attention. Because I need to Naturally. be...
1: ...into it. Because it's just me. Oh, this is a
0: shitty angle.
1: But yeah. anyway. Hey. It's a, if people are talking, I'm not gonna be able to see that. But anyway, I'm sorry if you're watching this live feed I can't I can't really help you. Oh Andy's gonna do something, and he's gonna pull it back. Pull it back, Andy, put it somewhere creative. But not too much. Don't give away too much of the magic here. You know what I'm saying? I'm
3: gonna
1: block your camera. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Ah, you're scaring me. This new technology is scary. It's all live. It's like Hello, hi. I oh, like you can see me now. Yeah, you know, Andy. That's good. Look at you. Holy shit! You should be like into video or something. That's a really good angle.
3: It's all about you. I don't need to be in. This you don't need
1: to. I, I wanted to put us into it, but I guess we can do the whole thing. So, yeah. Anyway, so fuck. What was I saying? You distracted the hell out of me. How oh.
3: Be with the YouTube yeah, the YouTube and channel and best of, clips. best
1: of clips and.
3: How we need to be um, the world travelers that everyone wants us to be.
1: Yeah, we're going to go places. You know, I've reached out to people. And um, I'm hoping we can expand our, our invasion um, over the next couple of months. You know what I aimed for, Andy? I should, I'm going to say this out loud because I want, I want it to happen. So I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to put it out there, universe. Japan. I want to go to Japan. I want to go to that show, like the really big show with the fucking owls and all that yeah. Shit,
3: Right? Yeah. I, I need to... Okay, we need this to happen somehow. We need to get to Japan. Right? And then... We need to, I, I, for lack of a better term, molest a giant tree squirrel, flying tree squirrel. No, le- the lemur, man. It's a fucking it's lemur. It's a lemur? I thought yeah. it was a squirrel. You're listening
1: to Bartek. Fuck Don't him. Don't listen to Bartek.
0: what <laughs> talking
3: about. Like he's never dealt with mammals before. <laughs> no,
1: you're, you're listening to – no, that was a lemur. That was a, that was, it's called a calago. I believe a
3: Kalago.
1: I believe a Kaluga, Kaluga, Kalago, Kaluga. I don't know. Something's gonna catch me on that, but I don't remember the name. Anyway, stop fucking distracting me. Yeah, I want to go to Japan. I want to hug giant flying lemurs. Yes. I want to do a lot. Um, and this.
3: You no, know, we need is...
1: to get you, know, you need me to help with this. Who? Our boy Steve. Oh yeah, I covered Sykes already, man. I was like, oh, "All right, I all got
3: right. him. I okay, got right. him." Well, right. so I'm,
1: I'm making shit happen. You have to just don't don't be talking about. He's good. He's, on he's, the he's air. Good just let me, people, let me make shit happen. Let me let that. me do my magic. I know He's he's like he's like the Dave Hasselhoff from <laughs> Germany to, to Japan. <laughs> to Japan. Steve Sykes, which, Love which is, Steve. Yeah, Steve is a good dude. I like Steve. So anyway, um. Shit, yeah, so we're going we're gonna to continue to dominate the world and continue to go on. I can't see. A lot of people are writing me. See, I told you this is a bad don't idea, worry about, Andy. I got, but if people are writing and tagging stuff on the Facebook thing, That's over there. That's
3: okay. Let them let do that, man. It's I don't want to
1: say anything because then good. they might hurt my feelings and I can't handle well, that. Well,
3: everyone's saying what's up. That's all.
1: Are you saying what's yeah, up? You are you saying
3: what's up? Be cool. I got this. I Andy, got this, dude. I got
1: Andy's this. lying to me.
3: We got 15 viewers on this, man We'll, we'll pump like my, it up, we'll pump it up my
1: storage is almost full I can, it doesn't Of course matter. your storage is almost full <laughs> I have a million fucking pictures I'm so bad with that, man I can't yeah. delete shit Well, here's the thing, right? We've been traveling all over the fucking mm-hmm. place Like everywhere over the last few months That we've been off air So, of course, we have not been sitting idly Don't think that that's the case at all And, um, yeah First off, um, you hit Texas We had a Texas Rattlesnake Festival go by Since we've been oh, on yeah. air
3: Shit, and that you headed awesome, awesome that awesome awesome festival
1: yeah so 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 tell us andy <laughs> Save me because
3: i'm all over <laughs> That's fine. I'm, I, I like-
1: I'm excited. I'm excited to be back on air. This is, it's uh, been a long time. We're in a new place. I have a shitload of information that I need to get out to everybody, and I can't handle that. And all of our Australian people I know are hanging in there and listening for the live show. And um, That's right.
3: Tomorrow Well, tomorrow is already there for them, so happy MILF Day.
1: Happy MILF Day to all of our Aussie women out there. And, um yeah. So anyway, so there's so a Texas. lot going on. Texas. Texas. I, I, I'm
3: gonna cut you off because I know you're just gonna keep going, man. Thank you. I know you're take just gonna keep the, going. So stuff, so Texas. Texas. Third year in a row that we attended the Texas Rattlesnake. Okay, yeah, I'm
1: gonna look at my phone and what people are saying.
3: Hey well, your storage is almost full, so you're gonna you're gonna crap out anyway. So um, I flew down to uh to Conroe, Texas this year, and um it was a blast. It was a a, a huge event. Um, bigger than last year's, without a doubt. Hello. Um, bigger than last year's, without a doubt. More attendees, more vendors, a larger space. Watch that light's gonna block the camera. I'm artsy. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, um, I want to, I want to personally thank and and Bonnie Hyatt. Yeah, Donna Bonnie, I love up, you guys. I'm sorry, I haven't from cut from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much for for letting I'm us be part off. of this fantastic festival that has been going three years strong. And like I told you guys in person, multiple times at the event online through phones that we're going to be with you and behind you 100%. As long as we keep doing this festival, we'll be there. That's all I can tell you because this year broke records in numerous ways. Everyone, including the kids, which is what – the, the festival is focusing on to educate because the kids. I don't know if you ever heard that song. The kids are our future.
0: I believe
1: the children are future.
3: I, I was paraphrasing. Paraphrasing. So, sue me.
1: Teaching so,
3: and But they had a great time. The the speakers were phenomenal. Let's take that microphone. Um, the, the the speakers were phenomenal. The presentation was amazing. The 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 space itself was. A Just a wonderful, wonderful space. Very bright, very open. Um met a lot of great people, messed around with a lot of great people. I'm tired. I know you are. It's okay. okay. Um even the T Rex showed up, man. T Rex T Rex showed up Goddamn T
1: Rex represented right. at the Texas Rally. Absolutely, Festival. man. Absolutely.
3: It was a blast. And I, I, I can't I can't not talk about my wonderful and lovely assistant the entire weekend. Who is it? Drea Yay, get Thank Drea. You, Drea. you were such an Love awesome Drea. person to hang with the entire weekend it was incredible and i cried on on sunday night as i sat at my hotel room realizing that my flight was at six o'clock the next morning and i was leaving this wonderful wonderful place and these wonderful wonderful friends and family
1: yeah that's always was a big measure of um what kind of a time we've had at these kinds of events
3: absolutely is, man absolutely um, you know how,
1: how we feel towards the end and getting rid of it and, and the sad thing is well it's not sad but it's what's come to happen um, for this and so many of the other events that we've done is that these people become like family especially yes. when we see them year after year yeah. after year anyway. and you,
3: you talk to them throughout the year to you know just figure out what's, what's going to be happening for next year's festival and we've already started planning it so you know if you were there this year thank you for the support and um, that's a terrible angle. Um, we uh, we can't wait to see everyone back next year. Um, it's definitely gonna be back again next year. There you go. Um, we'll be back big time next year. Um, I I, I gotta tell you, man, it, it's it's shaping up to be the premier event. All
1: right. So, here's the deal. I I need to I need to know this. Um, go ahead. What's
3: happening because. I
1: I don't want to drive this up, but I know that there was a split and like, I have not kept up on what happened here, but there are like certain people that from what I understand have split off from this Mm -hmm. festival Mm -hmm. and are just kind of like being like douches. Right. It tends to happen. Sure. Yeah. So I just want to clarify that the, the, Rattlesnake Festival that we are supporting is the original Rattlesnake Festival, the one that since day one G-R-F, has yep. pushed the Texas Rattlesnake Festival, which is from day one has pushed, because I know that there's another one out there, and um, I kind of saw the stuff that they did, and I wasn't like really impressed by it, and I understand that there's like a lot of weird stuff with them kind of um, am I making you uncomfortable? Not at all. No, okay. I'm, I'm. I'm. Okay. No, I just want to know. No, no, no. Because I know there's like all this stuff, and it's like I, I don't know what's been happening, but I know there's been like a lot of drama. I know like some people yeah, are being Yeah, there, a there, there has been,
0: there has been
1: shit like that. But like whatever it is, um, just know that Urban Jungles Radio stands firmly behind the Texas Rattlesnake Festival, and, and solely yep. the Texas Rattlesnake Festival and the Hyatts, and we will fully support them um, always and fully to the best of it, our no, ability. Okay. Well, wait, 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 We're coming okay. off because We're this is important to note. The main reason I'm doing this is I'm not playing favorites or anything like that with anybody is the fact that we've seen the work that these people have put in from the ground up since day one and mm-hmm. the passion behind what they do and why they do it and mm-hmm. the personal and financial costs of doing this and all the stuff that's been unfolding. So we have a really, I think, more than the average Joe insider view into what the Hyatts have worked towards and what they've achieved over the years of the Texas Rattlesnake Festival. And I, for one, I really hate to see anything at all being taken away from them. And so I just want to clarify the fact that um, the Texas Rattlesnake Festival is solely yes. the one because we're not on to other people's bullshit.
3: No, that's the one we have been supporting since day one. That's the one we're going to continue to support for as long as it can continue to be to be put on because of the people behind it. Yes. Not just the highest. Nope. They, they are the number one people. Thank you.
1: You're right. You're absolutely they are the number right. one. You're absolutely right. But
3: we couldn't have done it without people like Adrian and Laura Berg. Huge, huge, fucking amazing people to be the backbone for the Hyatts. They really have been. They well, we've really seen have. in the past what, like, Adrian has brought... Yes.
1: You know, and, and uh, I'm sorry, um, both Adrian and her husband have brought to, to the table with regards well, a- to...
3: Adrian is the husband,
1: and then Laura, I'm sorry, so. Laura. Adrian and Laura have, have brought to the table um, with regards to, you know, literally from day one, from starting up yep. with a little corner, you know, with trinkets here and there, to just making it a really anchoring down the fact that it becomes a, a major family event right now. So. Absolutely.
3: they They... Last year and the year prior, they um, they had a a, a a relatively small kids area. Right, the first year was it was just kind of like a back corner, and then the previous year was out in, into the hallway of the uh, the the baseball stadium um, area. And um, this year they took up a quarter of the, um, the the floor space. And you know what? They could have taken up a third of the floor space and still not had enough room. Like their it's entire area was. Phenomenal. Good
1: for that, man. This they is had, good. They
3: had field herping stuff for little kids. They had picture taking again, which was phenomenal. Put your hand down.
1: No, they're talking about my they,
3: hand. Uh, I could read that. Then they had, you know, um, Adrian, Laura, a couple of their volunteers, um, Brandon and uh, Angela. They were walking around with snakes and lizards all day long. It was phenomenal. And I can't go on without without thanking a couple other people. Todd Becker for his phenomenal cage building skills dude you i don't know, been I don't jealous know him. yeah of of the cages that that todd was able to put together he had this enormous uh four-tier cage system lighting where you didn't even have to go into the, the cage to do any lighting. all you do is just touch it and it automatically lit up three different ways it was beautiful if, if i could have fit it into my luggage i would have taken one home um just just the amount of volunteers and just some amazing people that that I, I met this year that weren't uh, at the last two. Um, really, really good time. Really fun time. Um, saw so our boy, saw so our boy uh, Mark Tovar.
2: As Mark. always,
3: love Mark. Mark is uh, such a such a good good dude. Um, I, I I always like talking to him about about the uh, the, the hobby and just. Stuff outside of the hobby, because he, he's a big uh, World of Warcraft nerd, which is fantastic for me. Um, I mean, he looks
1: like Lawrence Fishburne. He does
3: look like Lawrence Fishburne, Hispanic version. <laughs> um, his kids are awesome. His kids were there as well, helping him as well. Um, I, I met the wonderful uh, Ray Morgan, who uh, who put together the Venom interviews. Nice. Which is, uh, oof. we got, we got to do a live stream of that one, man. Yeah,
1: we are. We're going to do... We're going to do a live screening of the Venom interviews. I, we see, we get, we can't, like, we're not going to show the actual video. No, but, no, no, no. But we're going to do our kind of dialogue and our talk along with it, and it should be good. And um, I really want to get into that series, because he's worked so lot, long and hard on that project. You mm-hmm. <laughs> said long and hard. I said long and hard. Um, he's worked really long and hard on that project. And it's it's nice to see it come to fruition and to see the caliber of, you know, the, the product that he's completed with. So, mm-hmm. um
3: and, and this mm-hmm. this year was was you know a a good year. It was it, you know we weren't sure how everything was uh, was going to go this year based off of the way it had landed and ended last year. There was just a lot of drama, and realistically, just a lot of bullshit. you know people got their, what it usually is. People got their egos in in a, in a fucking knot, and they, they couldn't <laughs> take it. and I think that's just really what it, what it really comes down to and and the fact that some people that were involved didn't want the location moved because it was closer to them. And then if we if it was moved to be too far away and whatever bullshit they, they these people have seemed to have forgotten that it's not about them, it's not about you, it's not about me, it's not about Bonnie and it's not about Don. It's about saving these animals that are being driven to the brink of extinction extinction in their areas because of ridiculous backwoods archaic thinking and philosophies,
1: stupidity. egos, stupidity.
3: Just yeah, fucking all dis- of it.
1: And all of it comes all at it. the expense of the animals. In yep. the meantime, it's been a huge distraction yep. for the animals, and it just it sucks. It sucks. It really does. So
3: to, to sum up my entire trip to Texas, give me that camera. Bring, the, bring that camera a little bit closer. I'm Here we go. I can't wait to fucking get back there next year. That's what I'm saying. There you go. He said it. Definitely worth going back to. <laughs> um.
1: The Texas Fastlane Festival always is, and we'll, yes. like I said, we'll fully support it, and we'll be there next year once again. Yep. When I want to watch this event grow, and I want yes. to watch it take over to be the premier event, yep. and to really make it make it really pop and shiny.
3: It, 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 it's it's still in its infancy, and it, it's only going to grow, and it's only going to get better year after year after year. This is a journey into sound. Hey,
0: hey,
3: hey, hey.
0: Coca-Cola am And you're listening to Urban Jungles Radio with Danny and Andy. Those motherfuckers think they know every fucking thing there is to know. Urban. Urban Jungles <laughs> Radio. Urban Urban Urban. urban, 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 urban. Jungle Radio. 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 Urban. Urban. urban, 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 urban I'm Marty General, urban, urban, And you're listening to Urban Jungle Radio. Urban Jungle's Radio. Those motherfuckers think they know every fucking thing there is to know.
1: <laughs> Alright, well, you're up gallivanting in Texas.
3: Yes. I what are you doing?
1: headed my ass down to Australia. And holy shit, Andy. What's in Australia? Oh, nothing. But the most fucking amazing people and animals in the world. What? Absolutely. What? If you didn't know, but ask somebody. Urban Jungles Radio will tell you. No, seriously, man. It was a fucking life-changing, dude. Life-changing event to be able to head down to Australia. I, I want to... I'm so eternally thankful to Stephen and Harley and everyone yeah. over at Scales and Tales Magazine for um, bringing us out... <laughs> Thank us, you for taking us, care the, of my boy. The royalty. Um, next year,
3: next year I got to go. You're coming.
1: You got to come, dude. Like, I don't care what you have to do. If you have to quit your job, you need to come here. We'll, we'll, we'll get you on whatever, like support system Smoking. we have to after. It doesn't matter, but seriously, you got to get, fucking yes. get there. Cause it's, it's outstanding.
3: And, um, I saw your pictures, I saw your videos, and I'm sure it's only 10% of what you experienced. I'm, I'm, My I'm fucking joking.
1: camera was full when I got to Australia already. I couldn't even, it was killing me. And I, I had a whole shitload of pictures and stuff ready to go. But, of course, you know, I, I did what I could. And the main thing is, is I, really, I tried really, really hard to actually be there for the trip to enjoy the actual trip itself and try to live in the moment and not be all about, you know, Recording every single thing every five minutes. So, yeah. um, dude, it's alright. Just yeah, it's it's too much of a, it's, okay, man. it's too much of a distraction. No,
3: just don't worry about it.
1: No, 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 no. Seriously, I cannot talk with you just standing there, fucking holding all the right. camera. I mean, just leave it, leave it. It's all good. Hey, there you go.
3: Goes I'm trying to get
1: you into it. No, it's okay. I'm into it. I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I'm I like. You know, fuck you live people. You need to you download the episode if you really want this show. <laughs> I'm I'm giving you enough. I'm giving you all. Just stop taking from me with the good camera angles and distracting from my show, Andy, with your live Facebook ideas. Anyway, so, God, Australia, where do I even start, man? Um, The main reason I went down there was for the the Scales and Tails X, which was pretty fucking amazing, dude. Yeah. Um. Before I get into that, like just part of that, the other thing that I did was being able to go to check out some of the people's private collections. Mm. Jesus Christ, man. It was such a privilege not only Boring. to see. Yeah, yeah, it totally was. It was <laughs> and and it, was, it, was, it was so amazing not only to see, um, you know, these animals that we'll never get to see here as of right now in the U.S., but just in general to, to experience what keepers, um how they're feeling down there and, and how they keep their animals and the ethics behind what they do and the methods that they do was just so enlightening at a time when it's funny. We were just talking about this off camera earlier. Um, like I'm kind of feeling a little jaded with the Mm -hmm. whole reptile world right now. Um, as a collective, right? Yeah, as a whole, just, you know, you get tired of the bullshit and you get tired of all the stuff that goes down and the way people are and the way it's oriented. And it was interesting to go to Australia and, experience something like the scales and tails expo which is driven um as something completely different it was completely an educational show it was not at all like a a a financially driven show. It was there was there was literally no selling of any animals there because of the location where it was in Queensland you can't sell animals like that. Okay. So the entire expo was just kind of to come and see and show off and talk a little bit about stuff. You know, we had amazing breeders like Joe Ball and um he just came out with all his hot shit, you know, like melanistics and oh, albino like blue tongues that, that and like yeah, no 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 like like just amazingly beautiful morphs and You know, line-bred animals, and then you had breeders like him, and then you had educational facilities, you had, you know, educational outreach stuff. Um, You know, Scales and Tails did an outstanding job of setting up this expo. They they did it in a fashion where it was really a family-friendly event, and they even had a lot of free stuff for kids, like face painting, free cotton candy, uh, a.k.a. Fairy floss. It's called fairy floss in Australia. Cotton candy. It's fun, sugar. No, no, fairy floss. It's good. <laughs> so um, they had shit like that. They had face painting. Okay. Um, they had just you know all this cool stuff that you can go and it was it was really cool. It was fun to sit there and be in a situation where. You know, people weren't looking to get a deal on an animal, or, or you know, be slimy about something. That being taken out of the equation just made it like a fun event where people genuinely came to learn, awesome. and it was good to talk to people and have their experiences on some of the animals that they knew, or you know, a lot of these animals, well, all of these animals being natives, right. of course, they had these experiences with them, and it was fun. That's to great. That
3: it's, it's one of those situations where you, there's no wheeling, there's no dealing, there's just no no haggling, no hassling. It's just. Education.
1: It is. It was straight-up education, and, and, and it was just a really good vibe, you know, and and um, Stephen and Harley showed off their hot collection. Um, they had a little corner where they set up some of the, the native hots, and it was really nice. It was definitely a really popular part of the show.
0: Sure, and, sure. Um, yeah, it was just
1: good, man. It was just a really good event, and it was just nice to get in that vibe. It was it was so different from what I was used to. And, and man, aside from the animals, I can't tell you, the, the people – of Oz are just so fucking amazing. Like, Australia is... I don't even know how to explain it. It's kind of like a throwback to, like, 1980s USA. Like, it's just, like, people are much more more carefree. Like, the everyday bullshit doesn't matter. Everybody's really easygoing. And, like, you don't understand the scale of the way things operate down there. As as Steve um, broke down to me and and made me realize is that, like, the population difference... I mean, Australia is is, is bigger than the US, but there's, like not even 10% of the population of the U.S. living there. So it, everybody's spread out. And so, like, the herpers themselves are the hardcore herpers, the people who are dedicated breeders,
3: mm-hmm.
1: are literally a handful. I mean, there's, there's X many thousand of people who keep reptiles seriously. And because it's all, like, a relatively small population of people in the country, everybody knows each other. So it's kind okay. of weird in that dynamic. But because it's not... You know, once again, it's not motivated by finances. It's just a completely different vibe, which is really, really cool and, and was a lot of fun to experience. So. that's awesome. Yeah, and oh man, the the animals, the wildlife. Just unbelievable. Um like you wake up with cockatoos and trees around you. Like I wake up with a cockatoo the cockatoo? Yeah, room. yeah, but no, these are like wild and, and, oh, okay. and there's several different types, like Golas and just really cool stuff and lorries, lorikeets everywhere, ah, rainbow lorries and things cool. like that. Um, yeah, just those are just the birds. And then of course there's the reptiles. Like we, the first day we got there, we stopped at some like little city park, literally in the middle of um, Jesus, I forgot where it was, but. Like, it, it, was, it was in the middle of a suburban area, mm-hmm. and it's a city, a tiny little city park that has a little zoo in it, and we mainly went to go to the zoo to see the animals at the zoo. Like the Central Park Zoo, almost. Yeah, but, like, a fraction of the size, like, oh, okay, something okay. the size of a corner, you know, like, it was... Oh, wow. It was tiny, tiny, tiny little park, and... um So you you go through this park and you're winding through and you see the little zoo collection. But the most fascinating fucking part about the park isn't Mm -hmm. the animals that are part of the zoo collection. It's the goddamn water dragons that are just... Everywhere,
3: dude. Like, I'm talking about like a Knolls in Florida, but there's yeah. a water dragon. By the way, I, I just want to tell you, thank you for bringing one back for me. I appreciate it. Oh, my that.
1: pleasure, man. Always. Man. Pleasure. The, the testicle is healing well. But, like, seriously, yeah. you, you don't understand. It's no, don't.
3: so fucking amazing, <laughs> dude. To, and you can walk up
1: to them. So, of course, like, I was with Patty and Savannah. Shout out mm. to Patty and Savannah Bones.
3: Yeah, thank you um, both for taking care of my boy. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Um i came in, I'm sure they all would have drowned me given us one opportunity. Seriously. But seriously.
3: <laughs> um you know, it
1: was amazing. Like we were all just running up to these things and it was fascinating. You can like go up and I wouldn't tickle them on the chin per se because they would okay. kind of fuck you no. up. But I, no, but want, you can touch them, like you could. Want. And we did, and we did tickle them oh, on a the little... chin. Uh, yeah. I them? wouldn't like recommend it, but we did it. <laughs> I mean we still there's a difference, you know. So ever so we did that and um it was fascinating man it was so cool to see that shit and and i was just eternally fascinated by the little things around that i guess everybody there is used to now and like at one point yeah, yeah. you know when we were done with the expo and everybody was like loading up their cars in the parking lot and it was just starting to get dark i looked up and it's like oh that's a really cool bird and then it's like oh, holy fuck that's not a bird it's a fucking flying fox Like flying right overhead. Like right in the middle of the city. Like this is it's crazy. Like right in you know, and it's amazing. And then you start to see them flying overhead and that shit alone was just so goddamn cool. That's awesome. And and the way Aussies treat their hots is incredible. Just I don't wanna say I, I don't wanna say disregard. It's not disregard, but it's just like a casualness that's incredible, and it's it, it's in confidence. It's a casual that I that to me was displayed as just the confidence of working with in the animals in comparison
3: to what we have seen in the states.
1: Yeah, you know, like when people are fucking around with animals in the states, it could be anything, right? And you see, like, okay, so like name some animals you see people on the on YouTube hots fucking around with all the time here in the, in the states. King
3: cobras. Okay, what Black else? mambas. Um. Mansion vipers, um, eyelash vipers, not so much. Um, oh, um, rattlesnakes. Yeah, there you go. Okay.
1: So here's the thing, right? Is that in Australia there's none of that shit because you can only keep natives. Okay. So everybody knows these snakes really well. Like, beginner snakes are death adders. <clears throat> I'm not, and that's not even a fucking joke, right? <laughs> the Aussie people will back me up on this. Like, that's not even a joke. Who's that calling? Is that, that's like the U.S. number? I don't know. I don't know. I'll get, I'll get you, caller. Hold on a second. Hang in there. I'll get to you. Um, so anyway, it's not even a, like a joke, right? Because the death adders are completely hands-off. So you only use hooks with them, so that's a beginner's animal because you're not. That's a non-contact animal.
0: Okay, alright. Whereas
1: everything else, you're fucking grabbing and tailing and shit like that. So mm-hmm. it's like a more advanced level, and, and of course it's all the same thing like black snakes, brown snakes, taipans. Like this is the snakes. These are the hots that people keep, and everybody keeps them. Yeah. And it's like you and know. Australia
3: is known for like the top what. At the top ten most venomous animals, venomous snakes. And all in these
1: world. motherfuckers wear sandals. Dude, they all wear fucking wait, AKA thongs, right? No, all, they, these crazy, they're all these crazy, all these they—they're all wearing like sandals and thongs and shit, right? And it's crazy. I'm sorry, Zach, this is,
0: this
1: is Dead, I think, or just yeah, on yeah. TV, I don't know. So, wait, I just want to be sure. Yeah, okay, it's off. So anyway, um, yeah, everybody's wearing sandals and thongs and shit, and it's fucking hilarious because like. Nobody cares, you know, meanwhile, like, I go into the woods, and I'm wearing my fucking, like, knee boots and shit like that, like, all the way up to the top, you know, and it's just instinct, so, it's funny to see that, and it's just, like I said, like, it's not, you know, everybody just kind of entails everything, and.
3: It's such a, it's such a cultural difference, huh?
1: Yeah, it's, it's way different, and, and, you know. Uh, it's it's I don't want to say it's like occupational hazard, but everybody knows what the consequences are, and everybody is mentally ready to prepare yeah, for, for
3: that. it. Yeah, to, sure.
1: Like, but, you you know,
3: know. I mean, honestly, how how do you how do you not know that's an occupational hazard? Like even people here in the states, I, they take it for granted. I think that's what it is. But that's
1: the thing, see, and and once again, we have so much variety in animals that the way the venom reacts is different and affects people differently, and every animal affects you differently, and there's different sizes and scale. And like venom delivery, so mm-hmm. there's just all these different factors coming into it. But like in Oz, it's just like they have their shit together because you know it's going to be X snake bit you, and right. the control is this, and the technique is this, and you apply pressure, and you know you do whatever you have to do. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. It's interesting to see how how that was applied, and it was a breath of fresh air. It was people were confident, and you know nobody. Like dicked around and just in general. People are just, you know, really cool about their animals and their collections and, and the knowledge is there. You know, one of the people um I wanna give a shout out because today's his birthday to Scott Iper. Oh okay. um, hey, Scott, happy birthday. Scott. Happy birthday, Scott. I'll sing to you later, Scott. I'm I'm kinda of, I'm I'm out of I'm out of extra I'm out of practice. shape here with my voice and I can feel that I'm already practice. struggling. Shape. Already no, my shape. voice needs to be put into shape. Well, mainly on the planes Anyway, um, yeah, shout to Scott Okay, I'll do it Happy birthday to you Happy birthday to you Happy birthday, Scott Happy birthday to you Ciao Okay. Sorry anyway, agree, so yeah, happy birthday, Scott. And I mean, like going out with these guys, like this dude knows everything about field herping. And it was so interesting to go out with Scott and and you know to see his knowledge on stuff. And he showed me some just unbelievable animals in the wild. And mm-hmm. it was such a pleasure to see um a dream animal. Yeah, like, like you, everything was a fucking dream animal. Well, you but you to know,
3: see you, like you said that uh, the uh, going to the parks and they there's just Australian water dragons. Yeah, all over the place. So what was the field herping experience like?
1: Wow. Well, we went specifically for Australian leaf tails, And I mean, by the end of the night, it was just like, yeah, there's one. Here's one. Like we knew, like, you know, where to find them and Did stuff. And fun? how you, you learn how to find them and you learn what to look for. Mm-hmm. And so it was really nice. And it was it was definitely plentiful, like for what we were looking for. Like, like most herping, if you go specifically looking for a certain target, you want okay. to, you know, be able to maximize how many of those you're going to see. And that's what we did that night. And we maximized how many we could see. And it was, it was spectacular. Like, it was just so nice. And it was no indication, like, these are critically endangered animals. And it was no indication that they're plentiful in any way, which they aren't. It was just, we got really lucky. And I was oh, out okay. with somebody who okay. really knows what they were doing. So we were able to observe oh. them. And um, it was spectacular, man. It was, it was really amazing. And, you know, we got to see a lot of the other side shit. Um, you know, Scott fucking almost made me touch this like stinging nettle that apparently is like ten times worse than anything in the U.S. And like and Jeff, he was like, Scott. yeah, touch it anyway, you know, with the Thanks, back Scott. of your hand. And I was like contemplating it for a second, and finally I don't honestly, I don't say what I probably would.
3: Have. If
1: I didn't want to enjoy my evening so much, I probably would have. But it was it was interesting to see all that. And of course, there's just the spectacle of walking through a rainforest in Australia at night with a bunch of really cool people so um it's just really nice and, and it was once again a tremendous experience and and that tied in with seeing the captive collections and the captive populations and then you know going out and balancing it with some amazing wildlife it was it was fantastic and and um you know a lot of people that that were just in those circles had amazing animals that were not just you know relegated to reptiles there was you know just like the one dude we went to go hang out with the, um Yuan shout out to Yuan he his stuff was just, it was so cool. Like mammals, he had like the the betong, which is like this little woolly wallaby type thing. And, he had the fucking squirrel gliders, which were like the monster-sized sugar gliders, oh, dude. Okay, okay, like, okay. like, like fucking four times the size of a sugar glider. Oh. Right? They, they were just their the size of squirrels. So, but sure, but, but they look exactly like sugar gliders. Like, they're just they're they're giant twins. And they, they
3: people there keep them as
1: pets. Yeah, people keep yeah. them there all the time, and they're natives there. And um, he had like you know babies and everything. It was so cool to see them and adults and. Um, Were their babies
3: as big as the sugar gliders? Like they're
1: yeah, they're about the size of, like the yeah. adult sugar glider, basically. So uh, it was interesting to see that, and um, yeah, just fucking fascinating shit, man. Just really, really fascinating shit to see in these people's collections and the, and the animals and the types of things, you know. And we just what a goddamn experience, man. So man. what
3: I I want to ask, um, without giving you know a whole lot of you know stuff you can't really talk about for whatever reason. Um, what was what was it like just to lay under the Australian sky? Like just to know that we're it's almost like five old American store American tale, you know? Um, we're looking at the same sky, but it's gotta look it's gotta look different in in, in in Australia because of how spread out the people are, right? They're not this they're not these huge clumps of densely populated areas where the, the light pollution just blocks everything out. Even here in New Jersey, there are certain areas, no matter how far you go away from the city, it just it, you don't see as clear as you'd like to see. So, tell me.
1: Andy, let me tell you son. I've seen some skies in my day, Andy. Yeah. Is that right, Barry White? I've seen some skies from one horizon. To the next sun I've seen the beautiful skies Of Arizona I've seen the Lit up skies of New York City That's a smog I've seen the salty Skies of Florida
3: That is true they are very salty
0: I've seen the
1: wild sunsets of Africa Mm. And I've been in the London fog But I gotta tell you Andy there's nothing quite as spectacular. I wish I had some Barry White. You'll never find. Me. Anyway, like I gotta say, there's nothing as spectacular as the Australian night sky. Um, just unfucking believable. Yeah, no light pollution. Like zero light pollution. Like way better than anywhere in the imagine. US. Yeah. there's no light pollution at all. Um, the fucking stars. You can discern the colors, and between the stars, are so bright and visible. Um. The one night on the full moon you could walk around was just great. And the other really, really cool thing which was completely alien to me mm-hmm. is the fact that you will never at least where I stayed at the wonderful home of, of Steve and Harley, um you will never see a plane cross the sky. What? Yeah, because it's such a vast area and where we were it was like not in any major flyway for anything. Wow. You know, So no, 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 no twink, any twinkling light was a star or noise or satellite possibly. I didn't even think of that, but, um, no noise pollution and no light pollution. What is that?
3: Like, like that's gotta be surreal.
1: Oh, you hear the animals calling in the background, like the cockatoo squawks at night and the other things calling and cockatoo squawks at night. Cockatoo squawks at night. It should be. Cockatoo, cockatoo, and eyes. We're going we're gonna make one. Cockatoo, cockatoo. Yeah. Um. Just surreal, man. Just like seriously, it was, it was like I put it up there with Africa as far as like a nighttime experience. And mm. and you know I had a really good time like sitting there chatting under the night sky and enjoying the weather because it was it was the end of summer, the tail end of summer down there when I okay. went. Okay. So the weather was perfect. It was a little hot, but it was good. It was good hot. And um, apparently, like, nothing compared to what it gets to be there. Oh, really? Um, yeah, it's like 110, 100 like degrees. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's worse. But it's tropical, so it's even, you know.
3: Oh, yeah. Then they got the Florida humidity there. And then awesome. they
1: have, like, crazy flooding. Like, some of the worst flooding in the world has happened there. And, like, one of the key indicators of this is the fact that everybody's fucking car has a snorkel on it. Everybody! What? Everybody's car has a snorkel on it. Dude, like, fucking station wagons, like, like- fucking. Soccer moms have it's snorkels like
3: on we their car. Like, the
1: yeah, because like you have to with the flooding in the river. Wow. Like you can get trapped and shit. So like you need to be able to high tail your everyone ass. Everyone pretty out much of has there.
3: like an amphibious type car. Yeah, it's
1: fucking. I wouldn't say amphibious, but you can definitely roll like engine deep in in the water. Wow. So that was cool, and and you know, and and there's a lot of lakes and and rivers on the way there, and we were on one of the biggest rivers in the area. And it was great. And, you know, like, we would pull over places and just jump in the river. Like, me and Steven would just, like, just, just jump in the water. And it was great. And uh, you get to swim in these rivers. And then, like, afterwards, you realize, fuck, there's, like, bull sharks in there and shit. and uh, Yeah, exactly, you know. But it's, it's, it's the type of thing where you jump in the river and, like, you don't swim it. You just let it take you you know and then oh. if you wash up back up close to the shore again <laughs> like it's, not, it's not like
0: lazy days I'm like
1: <laughs> bare necessities
0: no it's not it's not
1: It's not at all bare necessities it's more like dun 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 it's like the the fucking, like, Star Trek fight scene, right, as you're going down the the, the river, the current taking you around and shit, and like Steve's like, I gotta bring you back around again, and you realize it's like, back around like a fucking big washing machine, and then in the center oh no. is like a vortex to another planet or some shit like that, but nice yeah man just good shit and and the people as i said we're we're probably a major component of that the people of australia are so fucking great and everybody's having such a really good time i got to meet some really great people um this one girl courtney courtney noble shouts to her she was really awesome she's a jungle junkie and she came out to the expo to meet up and hang out and the next time i go back courtney we're gonna chill for sure and um have a good time and party And so many other people. I got to meet Cupper, Chris Cupper in person. Oh, finally. finally. Yeah. I feel bad. Like, I was really busy, and I didn't get a chance to talk to him. Um, But, like, I got a chance to, like, harass him every now and then. And, Mm -hmm. and, like, you know, like, call him names and shit from afar. And then I think at one point, um, poor Cupper was a good sport, as um, he thought I was going to autograph the back of his shoulder. And he gave me that access. But, unfortunately, I ended up writing, I love Danny Mendez. And then I put it on the bottom in parentheses, an occasional dick, and he was walking around with that for, like, the whole day <laughs> in the expo, in the show, the poor guy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, shout out to the couple for being a good sport. And, of course, um, Scott and, and Ty Iper yeah. were there and they, um, they immediately um, did this thing. Oh, dude, I gotta tell you about Ty Iper. She's awesome. Oh, my God, dude. I I, I purposely... I, I didn't want to lump her in with her veils because I want to give Ty her own special moment. Oh, nice. She's okay. All right. She's the freaking sweetest person in the world. And she hooked us up with the dopest T-shirt. Yes. Um, I, I fucking love... I love, love, love the T-shirts that she set me up yes. with. Um, and, and the cool thing is, is that Ty is like right there with the reptiles, like she does the reptiles and like she's she is the reptiles as much as Scott is mm-hmm. and it was really cool to see a husband and wife team that brought so much to the table like that and um, she's fantastic. So um special thank you to Ty and and Scott for not only opening, us, opening up our home, their home to us,
0: yeah, home, but
1: um, Scott and Ty also allowed me to, uh, to sign their door on their facility, oh, nice. which is very so- nice.
3: Were you, were you able to um, to handle any of the Australian animals that you hadn't had a chance
1: to before? Oh, my God. So many things. Like, everything. Everything there was, you know, there's a lot of shit. And I played with some of the common stuff, too, like bearded dragons. But
3: um, Yeah, but I mean, like, like, were you able to do anything with, like, a, I don't know, like, a black-headed python or, like, a, a taipan or anything like that?
1: Yes. Um, lots of black-headed pythons, lots of bomas, a couple of taipans, um, that I handled. Nice. Um, and what else? I don't remember. Copperhead handled... Copperhead. No.
3: That's different. It's not a, yeah, no, no, it's not our
1: Copperhead. It's not the U.S. It's, copperhead. It's like a kill you Copperhead. Um, <laughs> copperhead and... Jesus Christ, I'm blanking out on like all the fucking different Venom. It's Colette's Black Snake. Um, just so many fucking gorgeous, gorgeous hots and so many amazing things.
3: That's and, awesome,
1: dude. And um, one of the other cool highlights, which I have to come back to, which you didn't let me finish, um, was seeing... Uh, um, wilds fruit bats flying foxes mm. dude we went out to a colony and it's just unbelievable like thousands and thousands and thousands of fruit bats chilling the noise sounds like a stadium like wow. it's like a stadium arena and it's all bats like chittering and fighting going back and forth and flying around and it was just unbelievable unbelievable to see and we're actually going to talk to um a couple people from, from Ty's company from Nature for You that she works for and um she alerted me to the plight of these how bad these bat colonies are chastised um by Absolutely. a lot of local people a lot of people don't want them nearby for those main reasons they're really loud mm-hmm. um they're messy you know bats shit and like oh, yeah. unbelievable amounts and they eat really really messy which is part of their you know their biology that's what they're yeah. meant to do they're meant to disperse seeds and shit like that so um you know it's part of what they do but that's as you can imagine, that's not a really welcome neighbor. And so people destroy their habitat to get them to move away. And it's weird because they have, you know, every bat colony spans out like 60, 75 miles apart from each other, you know, and they don't intermingle that often. Mm. So um, when these colonies disappear, it's a major impact. And um, the girls over at Nature for You, um, they're going to talk to us in the upcoming weeks about one of these specific incidents about a critically endangered bat species which mm-hmm. escapes me now and we're gonna um talk a little bit about what's been happening to them and hopefully something we can we can do something through awareness for helping them out because now are
3: these are these types of bats diurnal
1: they are not i believe they're nocturnal but no you wait they're like crepuscular okay. and All right. nocturnal i believe but i think they're more crepuscular than anything um and they kind of hang out and they feed on fruits and then they fly back and um, they're just, they really just, uh, just so, uh, they're such gorgeous animals. I love flying foxes in general, and mm-hmm. it's so impressive, and I can't understand how people wouldn't want them nearby, but apparently this is like a thing in Australia where, you know, people, there's always conflicts with people and wildlife, because as you have the ever expanding human population that's going to come into contact with wildlife, sure. and yeah. you're going to have these issues. Obviously, it's the same old kind of story, but yep. always a new twist, and always a new species, always a new animal.
3: Yep, and, and what's the one common mm. denominator, man? It's, it's humans. People. Well, they're people. So, um yeah that was fascinating man and it was it was really
1: uh, it was a life changing experience i feel like once again just kind of like you were talking about with the texas rattlesnake festival that um you know i made some amazing lifelong friends and family um once again i cannot talk enough about um Steve and Harley and their family opening up their home to myself, Patty, Savannah, and their beautiful little girls and staying at their place. Um, like you really got to know them and really, really just they're wonderful, amazing people who really want to do good and change the world, especially when it comes to doing that with animals and doing the way we do things with animals. So
3: those are um, our people, right? Those
1: on. are our people, man. They're really good people. And everybody, once again, Scott and Ty, Iper, Andrew Vaughn, uh, Joe Ball, um, just everybody who opened up their doors to us and showed us all all of these things, uh, I'm forever, ever indebted to them, and they gave me a life-changing experience, and I cannot wait till we get back, and we're going back hell or high water, and I swear to God, you gotta get there, and you need to understand the, how amazing and life-changing it is, like, trust me, you know I've been places, you know yeah. I've seen things, this is there's just nothing, nothing at all like this, It's it's fucking spectacular, so... Hold on to your butts,
3: man. <laughs> I'm so jealous, man. I'm so jealous.
1: It really, it really was, and like I said, the people are hugely crazy for that. And you know, I fucking, I don't even like people. I know you. Don't. I'm not a people person, I know but you don't. there were so many really awesome people that I just, I genuinely was torn. from. I mean, that's
3: great. Yeah, you
1: know, just yeah, I, I just, I'm not gonna harp on about it, but just really thank
3: you to people. our uh, Australian family for uh, for making Danny feel welcomed and uh, for taking him in and wrapping and him. Uh, Around your bosom, and, um, and you now taking me care close. of them. holding me tight. I'm sure some of those bosoms were nice, especially uh, right. you know Scott and you know Steve.
1: Steve's bosom was oh, I can incredibly. only imagine. Can it, only imagine. It, it, it's like muscular, but like not. It's like Bruce Lee-ish. It's like thin muscular okay. build. It's my, my dude, the
0: food. Oh my god, do I have
1: time? What time is it? Oh my god, I guess I have a couple minutes. I could talk a little bit about the food. Holy shit, dude. The food and also, did you have Vegemite? I did. And I had it the proper way. Alright. I first had Vegemite in Fiji. And um when I was staying there for a while. And um I tried it and I was very enthused about it from all that I've learned from men at work and everything else in life. I knew that Vegemite was the shit, and right. so I tried it in Fiji, and I was disappointed. It's um, sounds probably better, and I was disappointed. Um, it was not at all what I thought it would be, and sadly, I resigned to the fact that I would not like Vegemite. Okay. Then I came to Australia. Home of Vegemite, mm-hmm. right? Like all that is Vegemite, right? And uh, Steve, it's pretty funny, dude. Steve is like he's such a perfectionist about like home prepared foods. I'll, I'll, if I have more time, I'll tell you more about that later. But he prepared Vegemite for me the proper way, right? Okay. On warm toast, with this. This is exactly how it's explained to me. It's it's like properly toasted, golden toasted toast, and then it's um a thin layer of butter. Okay. Just enough to stick to the toast. Not enough to saturate it. Okay. Then the Vegemite spread evenly throughout. And kind of at this point, mix it a little bit with the butter. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's served on the warm toast. You got to eat it warm. And it's exactly how I tried it. (sighs) Andy, it is still the most disgusting
0: shit on the face (laughs) of the planet. (laughs) Let me tell you. I'm sorry,
1: Australia. I love you. I love you guys to death and everything is awesome and like, fuck, <laughs> your food's out of the world that's but your Vegemite, awesome. Vegemite sucks ass, man. It really does and it was not good. <laughs> it was not a good experience at all and, um, yeah, that's what I have to say about Vegemite. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> but other than that, everything else is great in Australia well, so shout that. out to everybody there and, and thank you very
0: much and,
1: um, Good stuff, man. So, we're going to be back, Andy. We're going to be back. Right. And uh yeah, I'm going to take a quick break for a second. I need to get some water. Okay. Oh, this is our new song, by the way. Let
0: me kick it
1: Um. Yeah, that was uh, that was Australia in a nutshell. Um, I don't know if people want to talk to us. Let me see. Hold on. Hello? Hanging on. Hello. Hello. Hi, who's this? Hello. 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 Hey, oh, it's, yeah. Bonnie. hey. Yay,
0: it's
2: Bonnie.
0: Yes, <laughs> Bonnie. Hi. Oh, hey guys, it's. Of- been- oh yeah,
1: hi. Thank calling in Bonnie Bonnie for those of you who don't know is uh one of those people we were just talking about earlier, when we were talking about the rattlesnake festival, is mm-hmm. one of the wonderful people who helped put one it together. One half of the dynamic duo. That's that is right. One, that is one half of the Hyatts. And Bonnie, it's so good to hear from you. I love you, Bonnie. I'm so sorry. I am like horrible about being and everybody who pretty much knows me at this point knows this that I'm horrible about being in contact on social media, especially. Um, but I have been thinking <laughs> about you and Don, especially since I missed you guys since I wasn't out at the Texas Rattlesnake Festival because Andy wanted to hog the spotlight himself. But I want to know. I love Love
2: you. I love you guys,
1: and I'm so happy to um, hear you calling in.
2: Oh wow. we love you so much, Danny. I, it's I. I actually have come to say to myself anytime I send you a, a PM or a message and you don't answer, I just go, "Oh well, that's just Danny."
0: Yes.
1: No,
2: <laughs> so, so I'm quick. That I don't love your <laughs> extreme amounts and fantasize about seeing you guys. We want to see you so bad. But hey, I had a couple of things I wanted to um, to talk about tonight. How long do I have?
1: Uh, as long as you want, love. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. First of all, um, I have to tell you the only consolation to not being in Australia with you is that I did get to hang out with the amazing, the phenomenal wingman Andy B.
1: Big shout out and to Andy. He, yes, for holding down the repre- J radio fort.
2: Oh, he he represented fantastic. It was we were so had, glad to have him there and he did such a great job of the festival. Thank you. Thank you so much, Bonnie. <laughs> um I also wanted to mention you were talking about Scott and Ty Iper. Yes. Um just wanted a, a shout out to Scott and Ty and the Nature for You. Yes. We um Ty has actually been in touch with us and we now have um I guess you would say an Australian sponsor.
1: Yes. Thank you so much for the nature for you. Scott and Ty Ayaprabani, I got to tell you, they are just extremely passionate people, especially when it comes to wildlife. And in the little time that I had, unfortunately everything was a real whirlwind when I was in Australia, but in the chats that I had, especially with Ty, um, she's so distraught over what happens at the roundups, and it's really wonderful to see, the world paying attention to what's happening and much of what she has learned has been through the folks, um, especially at Texas Rattlesnake festival, all all the work that you guys have done collectively. And um, it's a really good indication of, you know, how the world is seeing what's happening and and is ready for change. But um, Scott and, and especially Ty, they are such huge supporters of the festival and they are completely just aghast at what happens here in the U.S. still at these Rattlesnake Roundups. And so they, they are huge fans of the festival. I'm so happy to hear that. They are sponsored. They are wonderful people and exactly the type of people that you want to see backing an event like this, which is so firmly rooted in passion.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's great. Ty is such a sweetheart and um i just i want to ask everybody to please go visit their website support them uh you know encourage everyone to support them they do have a link on their website um i'll have some information about texas rattlesnake festival as well as a link to donate uh to help us out with with the next event and um i'm just i'm forever grateful that that they've re- that they've reached out to us like that yeah definitely so now yeah, I want to get back to the 2016 festival, and I just want to say um, I just really want to reiterate you know, you've used the word family a couple of times tonight. Uh, Texas Rattlesnake Festival, as everyone knows, moved to the Houston area. I uh, just had our uh, first festival in Houston um, in March. Uh, we did have a change in some of the volunteers. We still had some of our absolutely phenomenal previous volunteers. We walked away from twenty sixteen absolutely feeling like a family and I just have to say thank you, thank you, thank you to all of the incredible volunteers that um no one uh felt like nothing was there was their responsibility. If something needed to be done, somebody was doing it. It was probably the hmm. easiest run event that I've ever been a part of, and that—and it's completely a result of, of the amazing volunteers that walked in that door.
1: Oh, that's so, fantastic um, to hear. Yeah, and
2: uh, and then I have one other thing. <laughs> I would like for the um, Jungle Junkies to be the first to hear of the 2017 dates. Oh, exclusive. (laughs) We are official. We will once again be at the Lone Star Convention Center in Conroe, Texas, on April 22nd and 23rd, 2017. Mark the calendars now. There's no excuses. It's going to be bigger and better than ever. Every year gets better and better, and we've got some really cool things up our sleeves.
1: Excellent. We will be there in full force. We will be pushing this and letting the world once again know that we are here to help rattlesnakes and the voices are loud and clear in unison that this is going to end and this is such a great alternative. Bonnie, it warms my heart to hear that and to know that you guys are pushing forward with this. Um, I know you're going to kick ass. You always do and you will continue to do so.
2: there, There is no other option.
1: It's not as long as no other option. As long as roundups keep happening, you know, the festival has to keep happening in part because of that, but also because of the fact it's a really good time and people are learning and we should never stop offering that to people. People want to come out and be educated and learn. You know, it's a really great thing and what you guys are providing in that way for people and for rattlesnakes. It's phenomenal, and I'm so glad that you're pushing forward and you're going to keep on kicking ass because it's what
2: you guys do. It's what you guys do back. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you, and, and we're, we're so glad to have your continued part in that. And, you know, there's a story that I'll there's many, many, many memorable stories from 2016. There's one in particular that I really want to share because it just speaks volumes of uh, how people are when they understand the animal. Uh we had a little girl come to the festival, seven years old. Incredibly excited to be there, could not wait to get in the door and see the animals and be a part. And we find out that last year the same little girl had been bitten by a copperhead and had spent time in the hospital. She stood there telling me it was her fault. She didn't see it. She stepped on it and she still loved the animals. And she didn't blame the Copperhead. And that was just such an incredible story to me that I wanted to share it. Absolutely.
1: That's fantastic. What an amazing little girl to take a situation like that and turn it into an educational one. And once again, for the Texas Rattlesnake Festival to provide a kind of a venue where somebody can come. who, And that's what was one of my favorite things about that. It's somebody who's unsure can come to this festival and experience it under a, a roof where not only everyone is understanding to their plight, but also to that of the snakes and looking to find a common ground. And it's it's so yeah. really nice that people can do that in a safe environment at TRF and we'll be able to continue to do that moving forward in, in what is Conroe. Con- Conroe, Conroe. I always say, I want to say Cornroe. <laughs> right you right can right call it more more
0: if
2: you want to. Okay, okay, I'm going to call want, it Corn be
1: there. <laughs> right. I'm portal portal and I'm gonna be there. And I'm bringing goddamn red shiny shorts, and I will promise to keep them only on in my hotel room this time. But other than that, <laughs> time. And I can't wait, Bonnie. And I love you guys and what you guys do. Thank you for continuing on and pushing ahead, and and pushing past all the adversity to make sure that the bottom line happens, which is conservation for rattlesnakes. Yes,
0: yes,
2: yes. it's all about the animals.
1: Always is, and the really good people who love
0: them. Oh, thank
2: you. Well, that's all I had to say. My time's up. <laughs>
0: all right, love. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> okay, Bye. darling. Bye.
1: Love you, Bonnie. Love, love you, Don. Love guys. you too. This is Emma Lock
0: from the Human these Two, and you're listening to Urban Jungle Radio. Oh, no! Join Danny Mendez live every Friday night at 10 p.m. in his quest to bring you the very best in cold blooded entertainment. From special guest appearances, thank you for today. Going to James the Urban Jungle
1: Radio. Ah, spectacular news here to close out another groundbreaking episode of the Urban Jungles Radio Show. And um, it's good to hear, man. It's good to hear. And we will be there full of the fact.
3: Yes. Yes, we will be.
1: We'll be kicking ass uh, a little less than a year from now and um, making it happen in a big, big, big way. Yep. And uh, yeah, man, that's good. I'm 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 um I'm feeling good about our return to the airwaves, Andy. I think uh, it was a nice way of kind of gently breaking into a major phenomenon, which is the European Jungle's Radio Show, and breaking it back up onto the air again. Don't call it a comeback because we've, we've been, been here, here for years. years. Goddamn, for just like Uncle L say and uh, nothing's changed. We are here, and we will be here, and we are coming back, and we'll be back for you every week, and be ready for the video show, and yes. all that goes down with it. And of course, we want to hear from you. Hit us up with Reckless Abandon. Hit us up on Facebook, on Twitter, Instagram. Find me and Andy. Yep. We're all over the place. And uh, also subscribe to YouTube. Yes. If you're not on the YouTube, get there. And um, Rubber
3: Jungle's Radio on YouTube.
1: You'll know why once you get there. Boy, I I think, well, I love you folks very much. I think uh, yes. it was an episode. You feeling good about our, our this back, This was certainly an
3: episode, yes. We're back,
1: Andy. It's fucking we're. time, we're time to be back. It's long overdue. We're back, and we're never leaving you again. We're
3: back in the saddle again. The Beastmaster has spoken.
0: <laughs> Yeah, Yeah.
1: I like this when I'm playing this again. The so this one It's hip hop. Let
0: me online radio with video show. the jungle radio. In case you didn't know, you I don't know
1: what the fuck language he's talking. Oh, wait, don't eat that yet.
0: <laughs> we ended up like that. Hey! No
1: shit! We, I, wish, I gotta separate that as a sound. but yeah. So wait, wait, so before we started today, I know we're ending the show, but before we started, you were like stuffing your face with stuff that the amazing Emma Locke has brought over from London in yes. the way of treats. So you're about to eat a, a British Kit Kat bar, yep. and I, I wanted I wanted to get your live on experience as you eat a British Kit Kat bar. Kit Kat. First, of all, I want to say though that's like really fucked up is that they come in like one of those like giant packs, and you get all psyched thinking it's like an 18 inch long Kit Kat. I'm sure you get it. But then, of yeah, because I'm a <laughs> size queen. But then, like you, guys, and, and it's just broken down into two little individual, like little double packets like that. So you gotta like fucking scarf down four of these, and then you feel like one of the fucking Nutty Professor characters for like being surrounded in <laughs> aluminium aluminium foil wrappers everywhere and shit. This but anyway. Is
3: such a light- like rapping, man. It's
1: aluminium. God, eat, eat it and let me know what you think of a Kit Kat from from London. Oh my God, you're like fucking deep throating that.
0: <laughs> it's different, right? Yeah. <laughs> Not in a good way,
1: right? I don't know. I don't like it. I'm a little disappointed by the British Kit Kat. It's the fucking. I think it's the lack of corn syrup. I don't know.
3: Yeah, you can definitely taste no corn syrup. <laughs> <laughs> corn syrup. They
1: fucking sweetened it with like Earl Grey.
3: Sure. Earl Grey. <laughs> They've it with uh, monarchy and uh... the
1: souls of Crumpets.
3: <laughs> what the fuck is a Crumpet anyway? I don't Bay. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Bay, let me
3: know what a Crumpet is. <laughs> yeah, Bay, let us know, please.
1: We're a, we're a little confused You know what, dude? I can, I can. You can get behind the cake I this, man.
3: Yeah. And you know what? Let me uh, let me just double check this because I'm sure it's already been checked for. Oh no. It's got palm oil in it.
1: And this concludes this episode of Irving Jungles Radio. The fuck? <laughs> Thanks, Emma Lockett. Thanks, Blame Emma.
3: Thanks, Bay. <laughs> fuck.
0: I can't end the show. <laughs>